From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, September 4th. I'm Brian Walsh. Impact Alpha's Amy Cortez is here to talk small business financing and how it's changing through the COVID crisis. Hi, Amy. Hey, Brian. And we'll hear from Beth Bafford of Calvert Impact Capital, this week's Agent of Impact. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. Electoral justice in the U.S. is a rising concern among impact investors. Mark Zuckerberg and Priscilla Chan's $300 million pledge to help ensure fair voting is part of a growing mobilization to secure and turn out the vote. In guest posts on Impact Alpha, Align Impact's Jen Kenning and Propel Capital Sarah Williams implored investors to get behind groups like Movement Voter Project, Black Voters Matter, and Voto Latino. The fires torching rainforests in the Amazon and Borneo are preventable. But banks and corporations are not fulfilling their own pledges to halt deforestation. All have missed the mark, says the Rainforest Action Network in a new report. 2020 was to be the year of zero net deforestation. Instead, deforestation has increased by 50% in Africa and Asia. In the last five years, banks have financed $154 billion in production and trade of the commodities driving this deforestation. In deals this week, Blue Like an Orange Sustainable Capital, a $200 million structured debt fund, invested in transitional health care in Brazil, where hospitals are straining under the load of the world's second highest caseload for COVID. Leapfrog Investments backed Passar Polis in Indonesia as part of a $54 million round that represents a bet on health, vehicle, and life insurance products for lower-income customers. And Costco joined Netflix with a $25 million commitment to the Black Economic Development Fund. The fund is run by the Local Initiatives Support Corp. You'll recall LISC CEO Maurice Jones was last week's agent of impact. And finally, some impact investors are working in public markets, well, because that's where the money is. The conventional wisdom has been that you can't really make much of an impact in the stock market. Impact Alpha invited BlackRock's Eric Rice to make the counter-argument. Visit impactalpha.com and see if you buy his argument. Thanks for joining me today, Amy. The pandemic is definitely not over. The stimulus is expiring, and small businesses are beginning to fall off the cliff. What's going on? Well, Brian, the PPP, or Paycheck Protection Program, that kept many businesses going for a few months is expiring, but aid has ended, and now as many as 40% of all small businesses may close in the months ahead. Our main streets might not look the same in the years to come. Beth Bafford, this week's Agent of Impact, has been working on ways to get capital out to such businesses. She's with Calvert Impact Capital, one of Impact Investing's veteran fund managers. What is she up to? Yeah, so we wrote about the California Rebuilding Fund um, this week. It's an example of what Beth calls a community recovery vehicle that she and others have been working on. So the idea is uh, to strengthen community development financial institutions, or CDFIs, which have really shown in this crisis. So the California Rebuilding Fund... um, At its center has a special purpose vehicle run by Kiva, which is another impact investing mainstay that can actually buy loans from CDFIs to take them off their balance sheets and let them make more loans. A similar fund is already set up in New York. Here's Beth 
speaking on a recent agent of impact call. That, that alternative financial system has a lot of critical strengths. It has deep roots in these communities, led by people from these communities, uh, has the trust of the communities that they serve, which I think cannot be understated. Um, a lot of these communities have been, for lack of a better term, screwed over by the financial system for a long time and really need to go to trusted sources when thinking about their ability to either as a consumer or as a business to access capital to go forward. Beth is upfront about using the urgency of the moment to overcome some longstanding obstacles. And uh, as we're thinking about these solutions, this is one one tool, another tool to put in the toolkit um, of a much broader conversation that needs to be happening around um, how do you rethink uh, the support and resources that are poured into these communities so that we can create something much bigger and much greater than the sum of its parts. She later goes on to point out what's at stake. These communities have had access to credit gaps forever. Um, it's just ex- exacerbated as businesses with no cash reserves are trying to comply with new federal regulation around or state regulation around PPE needs and layouts and hand washing store washing mechanism, all these things that take money to invest in to reopen. And then they're going to be coming into a recovery period where their revenues are not going to get back up to quote unquote normal for a long time before people are allowed to, you know, feel comfortable going out likely toward till after we get a vaccine. And so that means that if those businesses do not have access to credit, um, they will not be able to retool, they will not be be able to reopen, and they will not be able to recover. And so I think that's what we're trying to to think about. How do you fix to think much differently about scale, because we know the demand is there, we know the need is there, we know the pipes are there, but we have to to provide new tools to, to leverage those pipes. The ultimate plan is for a national fund backed by the federal government, perhaps a $3 billion commitment from the Federal Reserve that would backstop a $20 billion fund. It would be an investment in infrastructure that can support the long-term health small businesses, especially those in underserved communities. All right. Thank you, Amy. You can see Beth Bafford and all of our agents of impact on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's going to do it for your impact briefing this week. You can read all of these stories at impactalpha.com. Subscribers receive the brief and full access to Impact Alpha content, including subscriber-only agent of impact calls. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use code BRIEFING100 for $100 off. Thank you for listening. And thanks to Amy Cortez, as well as our producer, Isaac Silk. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company, Liquinet. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a second to rate and review the Impact Briefing right now. It really helps others discover the show. And make sure you check back for next week's Impact Briefing. Until then, take care.